This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined with a special guest today, Marlo Gottfurst. She is the author of Love, Marriage, and Facebook, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Facebook and your marriage. So welcome, Marlo. Hi, Steve. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm great. Thanks so much. Um, So before we get into some of the questions today, I want to... Uh, first ask you a little bit about uh, why you came about writing this book, uh, what inspired you, and, um, and you know, maybe a little bit about who you are for okay. our listeners. Um, those are great questions. Um, I was newly separated and on Facebook, just having had a 20-year reunion, and everyone was getting on Facebook. And after um, having um, a night out with some friends who I reconnected with on Facebook, um, one of them, and, uh, especially one of them and I, just started talking about the impact of what happens when married people get on Facebook. And we started talking and realizing after, um, after a few drinks that everyone <laughs> has a story. <laughs> um, a lot of married people have stories about reconnecting with, you know, the cute um, you know, football player from high school, the old boyfriend and the impact that has on marriages and relationships. And um, I had happened to be a screenwriting major in college, and like I said, was just out of a marriage, single mom to two kids. What am I going to do with my life? What's my next step? And I decided to start talking to friends, friends of friends, and get their stories and put them in a book. And I, w- the whole idea of the book was I wanted people to read the book and feel like these characters were them, that they can kind of go into a fantasy world and um, either enjoy what they're reading or say, you know, I don't want to do what these people are doing or I wish I could do what these people are doing. <laughs> okay. And so really the book is a compilation of stories that you've kind of collected and so they're inspired by... So they're inspired by. I collected, um, yeah, stories uh, talking to people and, you know, after drinking, you know, it's wonders what people will tell you. Yeah. So <laughs> a- after after a few drinks um, and, and you're hearing these stories and I have to tell everybody listening that some of the stories in here... Um, they're pretty steamy stories. Um, so after, after hearing all of these, um, just your general overall, do you think Facebook provides more positive or more, um, danger zones for people, couples in committed relationships like marriage? I really think it depends how you're using Facebook. I mean, so many people that I spoke to out there um, live in a different state than their families, and they use Facebook to post pictures of their children so their mother, their father, their grandmother, their sisters, brothers can see a glimpse into the kids growing up every day. So in that sense, you know, Facebook is a very positive um, experience. It, it, it doesn't matter, you know, how you're using it or, or, or what you're, what you're uh, 
you know, if you're using it positive or negative, you're, you're showing off your family to uh, your loved ones. Um, when it becomes negative is when you are, um, you know, chatting late at night, when you're reconnecting with people and maybe saying and doing things that you normally wouldn't do and you're not sharing this with your spouse. So if, you, if you're on Facebook and hiding what you're doing, then that's definitely a red flag, I think. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was just talking with, um, I don't know if you've seen this book, but it's called Facebook and Your Marriage. And it's uh, written by Jason and Kelly Krafsky, and they're a married couple. And one of the things that they um, th- they just kind of set established a set of rules for themselves. And one of the things they don't allow uh, for each other is chatting because they feel like that is – that's like the gateway to right, bad right. thing, bad things yeah, happening. Yeah. Um, so, but some, you know, on on that note, it, it truly depends who you're chatting with. If it's your sister, it's you know, yeah. you know, who lives across the country, you're chatting with your sister. Um, you know, my my daughter's on Facebook, and she'll be downstairs, I'll be upstairs, and instead of yelling, she'll call mom. You know, when's dinner? So yeah, I think it depends how you're using the chat. Yeah, no, that I is a great point. Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Now, in, in your book. Uh, a lot of the stories they start off and it's just harmless flirting on Facebook. Uh, some of them go nowhere. Some of them go very far. Right. Um, <laughs> very far. Uh, yeah. And so, um, online flirting, uh, is, is it cheating? Where's the line? Do you, do you have an opinion on this? You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a difficult line because, like, there's one story in my book, uh, someone I spoke to said, I don't believe that any married couple is happy, I, but I will never get divorced. And she goes on Facebook and flirts with um, an old flame, and he's in the same position. He will never get divorced. They will never take it any further. But there's something about the flirting that makes you feel good. It makes you feel just like if you're walking down the street and a guy whistles at you or someone compliments you at the market. You know, it, it depends. There's, there's flirting and harmless flirting. There's, you know, it's their level of flirting. You know, but if you're sitting there on Facebook and it's 1230 at night and you're chatting with someone and your spouse is upstairs sleeping and you're down in the den, you know, the glass of wine, that's where um, – you're, you're going to get yourself into trouble, I think. Okay. And, and, and one of these stories that you tell in your book, um, the, the wife was on online. I think, I think it was a wife was online and her husband, uh, was unknowing what she was doing and she got, uh, pretty revved up and, and then mentioned how he was really the benefactor, um, to all this built-up right. sexual energy. Uh, right. do, do you think that's a positive thing? You know, what's the difference between a guy going and watch porn on his computer and then going up and, and having sex with his wife? I think, you know, it, it depends, you know, how you look at it. Um, men do that, I think, all the time where, you know, they're on, they're reading their Playboy magazines and, and going online and looking at things and then going up and giving, you know, their wife the, the, the end of it, the, you know, the... the, the <laughs> the happy ending. I should say. The happy ending. So you know, in a way, it's what's the difference. I mean, if a woman has to do it that way, and and she's not cheating, and she's flirting a little, and her husband gets it, it's not the best thing in a marriage. But it, you know, it, it depends where you draw your line and how far you go. I think. Yeah. Now I, I've I've uh, done a little background and stuff, and I and I I think you've mentioned that Facebook was not a role in in the, in your divorce, correct? Not um, per se. It wasn't directly a role. What Facebook did for me was um, 
and I guess are you asking was it or not, right? It, well, I mean, I, you, you go go ahead. You just tell <laughs> how how, fa- how <laughs> um, Facebook inter- intersects with your marriage. What Facebook did for me, and I think it did for a lot of people, is when I was go- when I went on Facebook. Like I said, it was right before my twenty year high school re- reunion. I get on Facebook. I go to my reunion. I get on you know a ton more people who I've reconnected who I haven't even thought of in twenty years. And at that same time, I was realizing, you know what, I, I wasn't so happy in my marriage, but I was looking for something, and the thing I was looking for was myself. I had lost myself. Being someone's wife, being someone's mother, um, you lose your identity. And for me to get back on Facebook, um, to get on Facebook, and for people to remember me as me, Marlo, not as someone's wife, not as someone's mother, but for me, it was a very empowering powerful moment for me to realize, wait, this is who she is. This is where I am. Okay, I like this. And it kind of just gave me, I like to say, it gave me a kick in the tush to realize this is my life for now on and, and this is where I want to be. And um, and, and so it, it, didn't, it didn't cause my divorce, but it helped me realize what my next step in life was. Okay. Now, now having done the research on this book and talking to so many people on Facebook, um, do you have any reservations for any future relationships that you have about somebody spending a lot of time on Facebook? Um, you know, it, it, again, it's how often they're spending. Are they doing it in front of you? Are they going off, you know, while you're sleeping and they're chatting with people? Um, you know, a lot of couples I spoke to, they know each other's passwords. They leave the Facebook on. So it really depends how you're using it, how private you are with it. Um, for me, um, my boyfriend is on Facebook. I have a boyfriend. Um, we are Facebook friends. I could see his wall. He could see my wall, although he doesn't see my private messages and I don't see his. He's not that active of a user on Facebook. Uh, so, and if someone's sending him a message, I can't, I can't, um, I can't be responsible. I don't have the power to stop someone sending him a message, whether it's on Facebook or on his email. You can get a message anywhere. Sure. It's what he does with that message and how he's going to respond to it. And you just have to trust your spouse or your boyfriend. And um, you know, but you know, if, if your boyfriend or spouse or girlfriend is sending messages that aren't appropriate, then you you have a problem. Yeah, and I, you know, it's a it's a good point you bring up too about how you use it because if you know we talk we're talking about Facebook because that's what your book's about right right but, right but but really I mean this is the 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 thing that's prevalent today but there's all there's always going to be something and it just so happens to be Facebook and really de- doesn't matter what the technology was if you're sending private emails or or right. instant messaging or whatever whatever if you want it is it, yeah whether you send a text yeah I don't know if yeah. you've heard there's a new app called Tiger Text. You know about that? <laughs> no, I haven't heard that one. Tiger Text, it's a, it's a great app. I have it. I use it with uh, my boyfriend. I use it with my friends. But that app is you program when the message is going to disappear. Oh, I have so, heard that. Yes. Yeah, so you can program your text to disappear within five minutes. You can program it to disappear within 30 days. And once it disappears, you just see little tiger paw prints. So whether it's Facebook, whether it's Tiger Text, whether it's in your email, whether it's regular text, if you're going to have something, you know, inappropriate or appropriate, it's going to happen no matter what medium you're going to use it in. Yeah. Now, uh, and one of the things that you talked about too is, is privacy and um, and some of the stories. You know, one of the ways that people cover their tracks is you know not tiger text, but they just erase their chat history. Right. If, if somebody's doing that, do you think that should be kind of a, a warning sign to them that maybe they should stop doing that? I definitely agree. I, um, 
you know, there was a, a time that um, someone had told me, when I was talking to someone, someone had told me that they were having, an, uh, you know, kind of a little chat on their iPhone with, uh, with someone they shouldn't be chatting with, I should say. And when they got home, they logged on their computer and saw the chat pop up on their Facebook. And they realized, wow, it's not <laughs> just, you have to go, you have to physically go home go to your computer. I don't know if Facebook still has a settings like this, but you got to if you're doing it on your smartphone, you got to go to your main computer console and um, erase your chat messages or else they will still pop up. Gotcha. <laughs> so, wow. um, if you are erasing unless you're planning a surprise party for your husband or wife and that's yeah. the reason you don't want them reading their chat, if you're, you know, erasing your chat for another reason, then again, it's a red flag. It's a warning. Why are you doing this? Why um, what is the secret? Yeah. Okay. And, and so after, after hearing these stories, um, have you formulated any type of advice that you would provide couples knowing what you know now? Again, it's all about honesty. It's all about trust. Um, like I said, some couples share their passwords. Some couples leave their Facebook pages on. Um, you gotta, um, you got to have a relationship that's built on honesty and trust. And if you feel your husband is sneaking around or your wife is sneaking around, like whether it's on Facebook or any other medium, that's the time you need to sit down and talk about what's going on. Because Facebook isn't the cause of doing this. There's something more in a relationship that's causing a husband or wife to stray. It's not Facebook isn't it's it's not the fault, you know. It's just, you know, one of the mediums they're using to stray. Yes, definitely. And and so, I mean, saying that, um, do you do you feel like there should be any guidelines to using Facebook if you're in a in a committed relationship, or is it just if if you're two mature adults, you should have some common sense in how you use it? I think common sense is important. I mean, you know, I was out in the single world for a while um, before I met the person I'm with today, and. I'm the first one to say I used Facebook as a dating site. I only friend people that I'm friends with, uh-huh. and I all, all my friends made fun of me because I'd only date people that I went to high school with. So <laughs> I always liked to go back to my past, and didn't me it, it didn't. I didn't have to know them, but I had to have gone to high school or gone, you know, grew up in the same area or had, you know, knew of them, that kind of thing. I just, it was something that was a security for me. And um, so I used it as dating, but as soon as I got in my relationship, I had not changed my status. And it still said single. And I had people popping me up. I had date people asking me out on dates. And I finally realized I had to change my status because so many other people, if you're not saying, you know, that you're with someone or you're in a committed relationship, a lot of people are using this as a, uh, as a dating website. <laughs> and even, and again, even when I just, um, my marriage ended, I had married men, you know, talking to me on Facebook when they really shouldn't have been talking to me on Facebook. So um, you got to stay in your comfort zone. And I think something happens when you start chatting, your inhibitions go out the window, and it's really easy to type your feelings sometimes and then say it out loud. So you really just got to stay in your comfort zone and, and watch, um, you know, watch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually watched, uh, you were on the, the morning news show here, uh, right. A couple weeks ago, and I saw right. you mention that um, after you had become single, you one of the uh, inspirations for the book was you started getting uh, messaged by all these married men. Yeah. and that's I mean, not all these, not a lot. <laughs> but I, did. I mean, it was at twelve thirty at night, and 
it was people saying, so, what are you wearing? What are you doing? You know, you want to get a drink? You know, you want to, you know. And I was, it, it surprised me because I always thought, oh, no one cheats. Everyone's happy. And it, it really was a wake-up call to me to realize it's going on and it's going on right under our noses. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what, what, what else has surprised you uh, about Facebook since you've spent a, a, a good amount of time on it? Um, you know, I... For me, it's about finding people from my past and finding my identity. Um, I think there's something to be said about finding the boy, your first kiss. You know, I found my very best friend when I was five years old. There's something that, you know, it's like having that comfort meal, that, you know, you know, hot chocolate on a cold day. It's, it's something very warm and comforting to find people who bring you back to that happy place, you know, when you were young and things were okay and, you know, <laughs> like you didn't have to pay bills or there weren't responsibilities. Um, you know, I found people from camp and teen tours and the, all those things. Um, I just, I don't think I ever realized the impact it would have on me to find people from the past because, again, it helped me find, you know, reclaim my identity and find who I was. And like I said before, I use it as a dating tool, and many of my friends use it as a dating tool. So instead of going on Match.com, they're going on Facebook and and hooking up. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's that's it's kind of fun because you see their pictures, and you know, you you because of it shows how many people you have in common. Someone asks you out, and you just put, pull them up on Facebook, and you find ten people in common with this person. Then you start calling your girlfriends and say, "Tell me about the guy. You know, is he worth going out?" So it's a it's an interesting medium to use now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna wrap up the uh, the podcast here, Marlo. Um, and any any final th- uh, comments about your book or Facebook before we go? Um, you know, I think Facebook is, is here to stay. Um, you know, it's, it's an incredible medium for communicating with people. Um, I found very interesting stories from my book, uh, that will inspire some, some will, you know, get really hot and bothered by reading. Uh, they're sexy, they're raw. Um, and, and some may make you realize that, you know, home is where the heart is and you just want to stay home and, and, and not stray from um, what you have and I want everyone to just get out of this that they just should should you only live once and and life is short and to enjoy but if, if you find something going wrong in your relationship you need to communicate with your husband communicate with your um, wife and, and talk to them before it it you know goes in the wrong direction but you should also have fun <laughs> you know harmless flirting there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> and, and and you know on that harmless fl- flirting front yeah. like like you said y- there's nothing that would prevent you from doing that kind of flirting with with your own spouse exactly right exactly and you know like i said there's one story in the book where a husband and wife do have Facebook sex when he's out of town, and they do use Facebook with, with themselves. So, you know, if you're finding yourself using it with others, maybe you need to stop and think about maybe you should spice up your own marriage and use it with your spouse. And I bet you can find a lot of fun things to do on Facebook that yeah. you never thought of with, with, you know, the one you love. Yep, yep. Uh, well, thank you very much, Marlo. Um, I want to remind everybody, you are listening to uh, Marlo Got First, and she is the author of Love, Marriage, and Facebook. 
stories of sex, relationships, and the online social network that's changing all the rules. And um, I will I will actually put up a link in our bookstore uh, to your book so people can find it there. And is, is that'd be it, great. Is there a, do you have a, a website or a Twitter account or anything like that? That um, I, I you can find Love Marriage and FB on Facebook, and we have a page um, right now. So if you go on, yeah, Love Marriage and FB on Facebook, you can uh, like my book and learn all about what's going on. Okay, sounds great. Uh, so thank you so much, Marlo. And, Thanks uh, for having me, Steve. It was fun. <laughs> not a problem. And good luck with the book. And um, I'll try to keep in touch with uh, how things are going with you. That'd be great. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks a lot. Take, take care. Take okay. care, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.